Welcome to New Education with Isha and Danny. Hi, Isha. Welcome to Newt Ed again. How are you going? I'm good, Danny. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, since last week, it was Valentine's Day. How was yes. your Valentine's Day? Oh, it was good. Very sweet. Lots of chocolate. Lots of chocolate. Hope you made the Newt chocolate. Oh, of course I did. It was delicious. And everyone out there who's watching or listening to us, go check out our Instagram. We post lots of yummy recipes mm. with protein powder um, yeah. in them. And uh, yeah, last week we did some chocolates. So it was very delicious. But this week we have a very interesting topic and I think... A lot of our listeners um, might have struggled with their iron levels in the past mm-hmm. or have a lot of questions around iron and how they can tell if they're, you know, at the right level. Mm-hmm. So can we start first off with what is iron and why is it important? Yeah. So iron is an essential mineral that is needed for us to have a healthy body and live a healthy life. And basically iron is found in hemoglobin, which is a molecule in our red blood cells. And what it does is it basically helps our red blood cells to carry oxygen from our lungs to the rest of our body. So you're looking at things like your skin, your tissues and um, your muscles as well. So as you can see, it's really important. And it's also got a role in our immune system and just giving ourselves, you know, giving us the energy that we need to live a healthy life. Okay. So then what happens if you are iron deficient? Yeah. So Iron deficiency is basically when your body doesn't have um, enough iron or your iron levels are low. And iron deficiency or low iron levels, there's kind of three stages. So the first is iron depletion. Second is iron deficiency, which is when your iron um, body's iron stores are low. And the second is iron deficiency anemia, um, commonly known as anemia. And that's basically the most advanced stage. So you're looking at your iron stores known as your ferritin have significantly depleted. Your body's hemoglobin levels have depleted as well. And your red blood cell count is low as well. So what can cause iron deficiency then? Yeah, so there's a couple different factors. The first being inadequate dietary intake. So that means you're not consuming enough iron-rich foods in the diet. Um, The second could be poor absorption of iron. So certain uh, medical conditions such as celiac disease can impair iron absorption from the um, digestive system. You've also got, you know, um, blood losses. So most common for women would be heavy periods, but also people that donate blood quite often. Um, Another one could be increased iron needs. So for people who have... um, who are pregnant or adolescents, you know, rapid periods of growth, but also athletes as well. So um, increased physical activity means um, higher iron needs too. Okay, so how can we tell if we're deficient in iron? What are some of the symptoms? Yeah, so speaking from personal experience, um, when I was iron deficient, I experienced, you know, weakness, lethargy, dizziness, um, also poor exercise performance, you know, at the gym, in the middle of a squat and suddenly you can't get you just back don't up. have that energy. Yeah, just and yeah, you just feel really dizzy. Um, if you get up too quickly, you know, everything starts spinning and going fuzzy. So those are the most common um, symptoms of iron deficiency. So how much iron do we need each day then? And how do we tell? Yeah, so for adult men, it's eight milligrams per day. And for women who aren't menstruating, it's eight milligrams per day as well. However, for women who are menstruating about 19 to 50 years of age, it's 18 milligrams per day. And for pregnant women, because they have to support the developing fetus as well, it increases to 27 milligrams per day. Wow. And I've also heard there's two types of iron. So what are the differences there? Yeah. So you've got heme iron, the one that's found from animal sources, and you've got non-heme iron, which is found from plant-based sources. And our body is able to absorb heme iron, so our animal um, sources of iron, much more easier. However, when we kind of think of heme iron, we usually think of red meat. 
And, you know, red meat is really good for providing our body with iron. However, a diet that's high in red meat um, can pose risk of, you know, cardiovascular diseases or, um, you know, heart diseases. So for that reason, we recommend, you know, reducing your red meat intake to around 450 grams per um, week. And then we have the non-hemes. Does that mean it's better for you? Yeah. So our non-heme, as I said, comes from plant-based sources and... Um, unfortunately our body is not as good as absorbing these um, sources of iron however our body is very good at regulating its intake so that means that our body can pick and choose how much to absorb from these sources depending on our iron levels. So does that mean that vegetarians or vegans could be at risk of being iron deficient? Yeah so yeah it's a common misconception however vegetarians and vegans who follow a very healthy nutritious varied diet um, you know studies have shown that they don't have any increased risk of developing iron deficiency anemia which is good news especially for myself as a vegetarian you know it can be harder to find sources but um, ensuring that you've got lots of different iron sources in your diet means that you can hit your targets. Great so then what are some things we can do to increase our iron? Um, Just want to put a disclaimer out before you kind of self-prescribe or assume that you've got low iron levels the first thing you should do is go and speak to your GP have a blood test done um, just to get your levels checked. And, you know, if you are iron deficient or you want to increase your um, the iron that you're eating in your diet, um, there's a few things that you can do as well rather than just relying on a supplement. So my first tip would be to include more iron-rich foods in your diet. So these include things like eggs, dried apricot, fish, poultry, oats, legumes, you know, all the good Quinoa, stuff. Quinoa, tofu, for yeah. veggie, nuts. Exactly. So as you can see, you don't have to only eat red meat. You can eat, you know, a whole variety of different things. And, you know, if you do follow an omnivore diet, eat meat and vegetables, consuming them at the same time can actually allow your body to absorb more iron from your plant-based sources as well. So that's really cool. And what about anything we need to avoid then in our diet that, you know, affects the absorption of iron? Yeah, so first would be calcium supplements, taking them an hour before you consume a meal as they can inhibit iron absorption. And the second is things like tea, coffee. Um, oh no, have a daily coffee. Yeah, I know. And we've, we've covered it before in our coffee podcast. We're talking about it with your breakfast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So having it a little bit later, also red wine, they can all inhibit the absorption. Um, but, you know, if you do want to increase your absorption, consuming a vit- some source of vitamin C with your meals, whether that's citrus fruits, um, such as like kiwi, oranges. But also your green leafy vegetables. Exactly. Yeah, the tomatoes, broccoli, yes. they all will help they you absorb help. iron. Yeah. So, you know, it's always best to get it in the form of food. But as we know, sometimes it's not that easy to consume it each time. So even a supplement or a glass of orange juice um, is a great way to get some vitamin or C. Or your nut. Smoothie because exactly. that it's has got vitamin C. It yeah. does. Our nutrients and it has iron in there. And it has iron. Very exactly. very high levels of iron. Yeah. So it's if you're you know struggling to hit your target. Yeah. Look at having a nut smoothie in the morning. (laughs) Yes, shake it up. That's right. Well, thanks, Isha, for joining us today and uh, giving us a little breakdown on iron because I think a lot of us hear like, you know, people getting iron infusions Mm. and all of that, but there's little things you can do just day to day to increase your iron levels. Exactly. Well, I'll talk to you again next week. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Danny. See you guys. See ya.